you want to know how amazing people connect? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Marketing with Russ, aka hashtag Russ Selfie. what you hear, please share. Thank you to our sponsors today, Haugen's Galleries, photography that makes you look good, specializing in personal branding, and The Oaks at Lebanon, awesome retirement and assisted living in Lebanon, Oregon. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Marketing with Russ, aka hashtag Russ Selfie. So great to see everybody here today. Very excited about today's show. And my awesome guest, Mark Lee, who has just become a good friend and is busy with IBM TV back in North Carolina and doing some great things. So we're going to talk more to him, but I just wanted to start off and remind you that I'm Russ Hedge. I'm a coach. I'm a motivational speaker. I'm an inspiration specialist. I'm here to inspire and encourage you every day. And if I can do that in any way, please connect with me at RussHedge.com. I keep it easy. RussHedge.com. You can connect with me and we can chat. I would love to help you. I'm really right now excited about a workshop I have going called Purpose to Profit, helping you in your life and your business go from purpose to profit. Take things back to the basic foundation of your life. So look into that at RussHedge.com. Also have a Facebook group called Purpose to Profit. You can join as well for more information. So great to have you here. Also remember, I'm the author of Befuddled, Live the Life You Choose, an encouraging book to help you learn to live the life you choose because you know you do get to choose every day how you feel, your attitude, your actions. So today, get out there, make it a positive one. Get a copy of the book on Amazon, all online booksellers, and in the Oregon and Southwest Washington area, it's local. It's available in local bookstores. So with that, I think we're just going to skip right ahead and bring Mark in. I'm so excited to have him here today. Here he comes. Yes, Hello, Mark. How are you doing? I'm so awesome. How are you? I'm doing good. Like I told you yesterday, I uh, got my uh, glasses off. Sometimes I do that when I'm doing the work on the IBM TV and everything. But I did go to my eyeglass doctor yesterday and they gave me the cool black shades and everything to put on your eyeglasses and everything since they do know that after they dilute the uh, lenses and everything that uh, you might get that glare from the sun and everything else. So they wanted me to be prepared for that. So they gave me those cool little things to stick into my glasses. So 
like I said, and I will at some point, uh, you know, it's all about finances. At some point, I will go out <laughs> and try to buy some new pair of glasses. I told them that it might not be immediate, but at least now I know what my prescription is. And I think they said one eye was slightly stronger than the other. So that's been the case now for a while. But that's kind of what I've got going on in my world, at least as of yesterday. And today I've been uh, doing this whole internet world. I've been on now. This is the third show and I got one more to do. And then, of course, I'm doing one of my uh, day jobs as well. So trying to be multitasking and trying to do a lot of different things. You were so busy. Yeah. I, you know, first of all, I'm glad you got your eyes taken care of. Second of all, uh, tell us more about IBM TV, the shows that you do, all that you got going on. You are a busy guy. I am a busy guy. Like I said, you know, I call Mondays, uh, which was just a few days ago, my Manic Mondays or Mark's Manic Mondays, because on that particular day, I do not one, not two, but three shows, and sometimes I might even get pulled into doing some other things as well. But there are three guaranteed shows on Monday. So I do the radio show with Mark Lee, which is the uh, tag that you're seeing here, and that's from 2 to about 3.45, maybe 4 if we're pushing it and everything. And then right after that, we go into Mullins, Music, and Memories. All of these are interview shows that highlight the kind of folks that I am a big fan of, which is entrepreneurs, creatives, educators and activists that's kind of all the wheelhouses that i kind of float around anyway so definitely i try to do a lot of shows around that and also i've had a number of business coaches as as well so try to have some great and engaging conversations and then right after i'm done with those two streaming shows almost immediately at around seven o'clock me and uh one of your past guests jw piercy we call him dean geronimo he comes in and uh, we have that New Jersey to North Carolina connection and the more traditional audio podcast. We did not do it this past Monday because a lot of times Dean is very much uh, involved in his community and also is very much around celebrating some of the holidays. So we took off for Easter, but we will be back this coming Monday. As a matter of fact, I'm really looking forward to that guest because that guest has been involved in the whole concept of human trafficking. And they actually even had a tragedy with one of the people that they're trying to help. So I'm interested in learning more about everything that they've been going through and all the different things that are going on in their lives and everything. So that's one of my guests is um, scheduled for this coming uh, Monday and everything. So that will be the uh, 12th. So Monday, the 12th. You have a great partner there in JW. He is such a great guy. And yes, I did interview him for the podcast. He was great. And I was blessed to be on your podcast yesterday. I was blessed to be on one of your live shows. I guess I was trying to be you yesterday, Mark, aspiring to be Mark when I grow up because I had my morning uh, show, The Experience Live with Russ and Scott, streaming at 7 a.m. Then I did a, uh, I jumped on your show and yep. then I did a live Russ Reel show with Josh Van Til in uh, the end of the day here. So I was busy streaming yesterday with all that was going on, too. So yep. trying to be like Mark. I didn't hear you. but And you popped in on one of my shows that has a very novel concept. I did not do it yesterday, but I try to do it on most of the shows. But you popped in on the uh, third show that I do on a regular basis called the Online Dinner Party. And the Online Dinner Party is one that I do. It's also an interview show, but then I have like some novel uh, two things that go on in that. One of them is the mystery guest. And what the mystery guest is, is basically a trivia question or a trivia test. So I might find somebody in the world of sports, in the world of crime, in the world of uh, 
historical figures in the world of whatever and give you some of their quotes, give you some of their uh, history and all of that. And the goal, and we're trying to make it even more interactive, but the goal is for somebody that is watching to try to guess who that person is and everything. And of course, I'm talking to IBM TV about maybe even trying to figure out some prizes. So far, the only people that have won, and I've been doing this for several months, have been people actually in the show. So I've also got to decide if they actually can count and win and everything. So the fan base has not been doing as well, but definitely I've had a couple of folks, including um, Apollo, who I think you may know because he's been involved with Shree and a number of other folks. But I know he came in and he remembered one of the people that I was trying to get going on, I can't remember if it was Sojourner Truth or somebody like that, but definitely he remembered. And I've had a couple of other folks that have been in the show that actually guessed the correct person and all of that. But then a number of other folks have not uh, had that much luck. Now, some of these folks I've been thinking are very easy. Everybody should know them. And I didn't get it when like they didn't get Shakira or they didn't get Annie Oakley. Now, I'll give you if you don't know. Uh, Madame Duran, who was apparently a royal person in London who used to walk around, I think it was with a lion. It was either a lion or a tiger. That was one of the clues and everything. So, oh, I mean, wow. like, I've got some obscure ones. So, I'll get you if you don't know the obscure ones. But when they didn't know <laughs> Sojourner Truth or um, Shakira or some of the pop stars, I was sitting there going, like, I'm giving you obvious clues. But like I said, maybe folks are not paying as close enough attention it as I would like, like to do. It sounds like a game my wife would be great at. I, I would be one of those people that would have not a clue. And so she would do wonderful at something like that. So, you know, trying to keep people sharp, Mark. Way to go. Way to go. Well, try you know, IBM sharp, TV. Try to, give some, try to give some information. You had asked about IBM TV, and I want to share a little bit about what that is. IBM TV is founded by Nick Balmado and Kim Calhoun. Unfortunately, Kim, and I hate to put a damper on things, but Kim just recently lost her um, husband not that long ago and everything of that nature. So she's been pulling back just to deal with the mourning and all of that. But it was founded by them as well as Ankit and a number of others. And they were already doing some of this streaming platform and stuff around like Walter football and around the whole fantasy football world and all of that. And also around some financial issues and everything. But when COVID came, they were noticing that people around the globe also were having these issues before it even hit the United States. So they started doing like some regular reports with doctors and everything else. And from that, they then reached out and created a variety of programs. I think that it's somewhere uh, between uh, 30 to 50 programs that are on the air right now. Some that are active, like the ones that I do, the one that my friend Zach does on Sunday, the one that I'll be uh, actually popping on later on this afternoon that my friend Jatobi does about the gaming industry and everything like that. And then there's some that have been recorded or in the can, but are still being able to be used by the network because there was a working agreement with the uh, host and all of that. So definitely, and they're constantly looking for new programming and all of that. So if folks are listening and they've got ideas. I'm actually on the board. So if they've got ideas and they want to pitch it to me, I'll take an idea and a listen as well. So I'm actually on their board as well as other people. And we're always trying to find new programming. We've got a great one called Learning Unwrapped, which is about the whole education thing. And Nancy Sulla does that one. And then we've also got one called Shoe Crazy, which is done by uh, Gwendolyn Hurd. And that's about the wine industry. And it's kind of like, um, what's that show where the ladies all get together on network TV and they talk and everything? It's similar to that, but uh, 
it's also got the backdrop of the wine and the wine industry because Gwen has got her own wine company, Shoe Crazy. So that's some of the things that are going on in IBM TV world. And like I said, it's one of the few, if not maybe the only, streaming podcast network. So in terms of like an actual network, of course, there are people that are doing it individually, like Roland, like Shri, like a number of others. But I hadn't heard of that many that were existing in a network framework. So definitely... Uh, we're glad to be one of the few uh, networks out there and they're just trying to build it and grow it and hopefully it'll take off even bigger than it has. How many years has IBM TV been going? Well, I've only been involved for about a year. I came in roughly around uh, March of last year or something like that, started bringing in friends of mine and uh, folks that were involved. But I want to say the network itself has been in existence for about three or four years. But in terms of a concrete, really making a solid push, I would say about a year, year and a half. So you were doing your own thing before you joined IBM TV. Yes, I was doing the thing with uh, Dean. We were doing that. <laughs> we actually started doing it with a mutual friend of ours, uh, Ty Jones. And uh, then uh, she decided to go her own way but we kept it going because me and Dean had such great chemistry that we yeah. wanted to keep it going and all of that. And it's definitely been a fun ride and a continual ride. I know that I don't have any plans of stopping it. I don't think that Dean does either. And I think I've told you before, I actually came out of the world of radio and media because when I was a mere tot, like a teenager and everything, my parents were listening to the radio and they were sitting there going like, we like jazz, but we're not hearing any jazz like we would like to hear in our community. I think the jazz station that had existed had uh, recently gone off the air and they were also not hearing enough of the voices of the African-American, uh, Native American and other communities that existed where we were growing up at or where we were living at that particular time, which was Warrington, North Carolina. And they were like, let's start our own radio station. So without the support of a college behind them with basically a few friends and everything, they applied. That would have been around Independence Day, like maybe around 76 is when the station came on or something like that. So I'm thinking the application might have been like around 75, 74. And the station lasted for about 12 years. And that's actually where I got my feet wet in the, the field of radio. The thing that I like to tell people is I remember when I would come back from college at Marquette and I went to Marquette in Milwaukee, mom would come and pick me up at an airport that was much smaller than it is now. Now RDU is an international airport, has all the bells and whistles and is constantly getting new bells and whistles. But I remember it being a much smaller airport and mom would come pick me up and she'd be like, Mark, what are you doing? In terms of like, you know, now that you're home and you've got a break, maybe it's Christmas break, maybe it's summer break. And I'm sitting there going like, mom, I have no idea. You know, there's no <laughs> cell phones. There's not a lot of that kind of like communication at that time. I think we did. I don't even remember we had beepers, but I know a lot of people were using, you know, pay phones and other ways of communicating. So it's not like I called tons of my friends and everything. So I was like, I don't know. And then that's what mom would do what moms do. And, you know, you're a parent. So you'll be able to relate. And I'm sure your wife would be able to relate. She gave me the guilt trip. So she'd be like, Mark, um, I came on the air at six o'clock because I think the station at that time was six to midnight. <clears throat> I came on at six o'clock. I uh, stayed on the air until about four o'clock maybe three o'clock, I came to pick you up. And now I'm supposed to go back on the air and, uh, you know, go back on the air and be there till nine or 10 o'clock. I don't really feel like being on the air till nine or 10 o'clock. How about I drop you off at the station? 
you do my show, and then I'll go drop your stuff off at the house. And we didn't live that far from the uh, station and everything. And then you can walk home, and then, uh, you know, dinner and whatever will be ready for you. But I think that I just need to drop you off at the station, and you can <laughs> do it from that point and everything. So, you know, that's kind of what went on. I'm sure Mom would tell a more uh, di- slightly different version, but that's the version that I'm thinking <laughs> So that's how it all began. Okay, that's great. Well, hey, you know what? We are actually, you know, you and I could talk forever. We're actually already wrapping up our time. I want to make sure you tell people how they get in touch with you so they can link up with you and IBM TV and all of that. So how do we contact Mark? Oh, there's a lot of different ways you can contact me. I'm involved in a lot of great things in our community, including um, serving on some festivals as well as a number of other things. So the best way is probably my email, bluesradio at gmail.com. You can also find me on most social media at Lee Entertainment 62. So that's like Instagram, Facebook, and a number of the other ones. If you look under Lee Entertainment 62, you should be able to find me those ways as well. But definitely bluesradio at gmail.com is the best way to get in touch with me. If you've got, like I said, some ideas for shows, if you've got festivals that you're involved in, one of the things that I've been doing lately is friends of mine have discovered this wonderful thing called streaming podcasting and streaming platform. So they've actually even had me doing a couple of conferences. So I've done two of them now for my friend Eric, and I think he's already planning his third one because they're like seasonal. I think he tries to do them every four months, maybe every six months or something like that. But he's got his already landed up for the one in the summer, which is a black business expo he does. And he hooked me up with another group of folks that were doing something similar out of a town near Greensboro that was done a couple of months ago. So if you've got like a festival or something going on, or even if you've got like, um, I've also been, like I said, involved in music festivals and film festivals as a judge, as an organizer and all of that. So you've got things going on in that realm as well, you know, the event planning space, as well as the digital event planning space, you can definitely reach out to me at bluesradio at gmail.com. And I know, Russ, that you're all the way over there in the West Coast. I am not biased. If people want us to do work from the West Coast, we will get the work done. Like I said, I do not mind talking to rappers or jazz artists or blues artists from uh, the area of Oregon, Washington, and a number of those other West Coast states as well. So we're not biased. As a matter of fact, Russ, I didn't even know that you're global. So since you're global, they can come at me from India, South Africa, or wherever, and we can at least have a conversation. Hey, I am I am a global guy. <laughs> and you know what, Mark? I appreciate you so much. And I'm always there if you ever need help. Uh, if there's anything I can do to add value to you and your audience, I do appreciate that. I appreciate being able to pop on to your shows occasionally. And um, yeah, I'm always there. If, you're, if your friends need an extra speaker from the West Coast, I'm there for you and I'll keep you in mind uh, the other way around. So, hey, I just want to say thank you. I want to thank you so much for today and everybody watching today. I am so thankful that you spent your time with us today. You know, Mark is such an awesome guy with so much great value. I know that he added value to me today. I'm praying that he added value to you as well. And we just love each one of you watching this today. Pray that you have an awesome and blessed day. And until we see you again, have a great day and a great life. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Marketing with Russ, a.k.a. Hashtag Russ Selfie. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so that you don't miss a single episode. Have an amazing day.